Hello and welcome to Planet Homemaking Podcast. I'm your host Epifanio and this is episode 455. And today we're going to be looking at the gift of gene key number 11, which is idealism. And this is the consequence of owning our fantasies, of looking into the unconscious of allowing the right side of the brain to fully connect with the left. And now you have the male and the female balance, the analytical and the intuitive. This is the very core foundation of balance in in reality, of of a balanced uh, individual and a balanced civilization. The reason we are as a civilization on balance is because we have not uh, we, uh, we're not operating the biomachine properly. We are going all the way from the left hemisphere of the brain. Everything is analytical. Everything is boxes. Everything is accountable. Everything is data, right? But it, we're not designed like that. There's not just one brain. It's, 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 it has two parts, right? And the other part, the, the right side, and we've been looking at this in the last couple, uh, three episodes. We've been looking at... Um, the, on the right side of the of the brain, it's our connection to our multidimensional selves, our parallel lives, all of the um, um, specific lineage that you have from your fractal line all the way from the beginning of our this universe, right? And in the the way that the um, that the right hemisphere of the brain processes information, it's without time because it's, that is its purpose. It's to uh, access information that exists everywhere simultaneously in the present. And so um, since, since we're so used to having um, an order of progression of events and, and movement, because we've been operating from the left brain of the of left left side of the, of the brain um, for for a long time, uh, we don't know how to decipher these archetypes that come all together as imagery, uh, um, and it contains past, present, and future. And this is basically the the the, the reason why it's when we open the you, know, you suddenly have like a, an ayahuasca ceremony or something like that. Right, and then the brain, the the right brain opens up, and you start seeing these monsters and stuff like that. These are the the consequence of the suppressed archetypes, the suppressed imagery, the suppressed fantasies. That eventually, by the time they come out, they're compressed time. So they're not just you know what happened; it's what what is happening, and and the accruance of all these uh, events. Not on, not only on your, on your, on, on this incarnation, but on every possible parallel you in all universes, and so the the we're talking about God here. We're talking about the light of creation. We're talking about the most advanced technology ever, right? It it contains in an image in in, a, in an experience of of a visual, a visual seen with a third eye, right? Um, Compressed time. And what I mean by compressed time is an image will let you know the progression of that evolution. And, in, and now you got a monster, right? Because at the beginning, the, orig- the original experience was a seed, right? And, and, and then we had an experience, we had fear, we, we wouldn't process it. And then we, we suppress it. Right, so when we're seeing a monster in in our when we're open the flood of these fantasies and we're seeing something really nasty, that is compressed time. We're seeing the ev- the devolution, if you want to call it, of of that misunderstanding of reality, and now the way that the right hemisphere of the brain is going to give it to you, it's going to give you a one thing in the present, and that is a monster. And so. We have we have this when we're dreaming right at night or whenever you dream <laughs> asleep, not daydreaming, right? You can also see this stuff in day, but that's another story. Um, you're gonna get a, a flux of this imagery, 
right? It's movement, it's action, it's not just static. But but you need to understand that you're looking at something that does not operate within time. And so we're talking about expanding our consciousness to be able to process experience or, or to un, to um, observe experience that is happening in in in, la- in many layers simultaneously, and that is what the right brain does, right? When we have a healthy, uh, you know, um, when we have, it's not like we still have a lot of work to do. Otherwise, we wouldn't be here, right? If we're ascended, then that's a completely different experience. You're in bliss, but. Our experience, once we're able to clean more and more, you're going to stop seeing these monsters that come out and they're just going to be, you know, your sexual fantasies. It's going to be your fantasies about, you know, you want to be a rock star, you want to be a billionaire, whatever, all that stuff. You know, it hasn't turned into a monster because it hasn't been suppressed, right? But it's the suppressed stuff that degenerates and, and that's why we don't want to look at it. And if we don't look at it, we can't turn it into reality. And so we're going to be looking today at, at the evolution of this uh, shadow of obscurity, what happens when it transforms from that fantasizing and delusional state of the repressive and the reactive nature, and then it moves into, into a healthy expression of an archetype, which is basically idealism. It's really observing um, uh, uh, to be able to open your mind enough so that so that you and and put some structure because here's here's the key right this is the connection between the right and left the purpose of the left hemisphere is to organize that multidimensional information and coagulate it in reality so when 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 this is this is the the right brain is our access to our multiversal self right and there is infinite amounts of information, and, and, and a lot of it is, is stuck in repressed, you know, uh, un, undigested stuff, right? But the purpose of that's when we move, that's when we connect the two hemispheres, and now you have idealism. Now you have magic, if you want to call right? This, this ability to see so much, but you have a grounded way to coagulate it in reality because now you're connected to the right, to the left brain. They're working together. Now they're a team. That is what the male and the female are. You know, work together as a union. You know, this is the, this is ultimately one of the greatest mysteries, right? The soulmates, right? We'll get to that at some point. But but if you're new to the podcast and you don't know what we're talking about here, what is this jinkies thing he's talking about? Uh, go to Jorn.tv, that's J-O-U-R-N.tv, that's the homepage of the podcast. At the very bottom, there are a few links. One of them says Gene Keys, click on that one, and um, and I'll take you to episode 256. Listen to that episode, and they'll give you a good idea of what we're doing here. We are healing ourselves. We are healing our past. We are reclaiming our power. We are becoming aware of our purpose. In this reality at this time so that we can bring our gifts to the world so that we can help build a completely new reality that's going to be based on balance and harmony. And that is what this world needs at an individual level and that's going to manifest, trickle down into the larger stage of humanity. On that page on the Jinkies, uh, you will see the hologenetic profile, how to read it. This is the map we're using. It's a personalized map and there's a link there that says... Click here to get your free personalized hologenetic profile. That'll take you to the Jinkies website and you can download it. It's free and this is specifically for you. And this is how you're going to be looking into all of the areas that uh, that are relevant uh, um, to reclaim our power, your power, right? And so if you, and, and then if you want to learn more about plant home making, this is just kind of like the basic foundation. You know, we heal ourselves. We heal our psyche. We heal our spiritual wounds right of not just ours but throughout the entire generations right and and then and then the purpose is so that we can create we can participate give our our, our contribution to building a new reality and we're in the middle of a transition right now in the world and uh, it's great great and uh and we need to we need to put the future there. Decide the future, not longer sit down and let because we've seen what happens when we just let people run amok and create whatever the fuck they want. You know? 
They come up with bioengineered, you know, injections so that they can, you know, genetically alter everybody to become drones, you know, impotent and, 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 and you know, sterile and, and uh, with an immune system so uh, damaged, completely gone, that they can just completely be dependent on, on you know, big pharma for all eternity, you know. And so uh, we, we're in the process of right now, we're, the, the truth is coming out to the world and, and, and and that's giving us that's gonna give us that's giving us the but those who know about this but because it's gonna come to the mainstream at some point and everybody's gonna just freaking out at that point, but at this point it's giving us the opportunity to begin the process of putting the future, our future, what we choose to be, and this future comes from self healing, taking responsibility for our fears, our repressions, our all of the stuff that's. That we are that we haven't been able to process properly, digest spiritually, digest, and then when we have that, when we do that, then the side, the other side of that coin, there's a gift, there's a genius, and there's several, right? We all have several abilities, so we can step up into the world and contribute our unique frequency to build this new reality. You want to learn more about that? Click on the About tab on Jordan.tv and listen to Episode 1. Also on that page, there's a new se- uh, uh, resources section, and I'll tell you to more detail what's been going on on a physical level in the last couple of years in the world. We have a new tab at the bottom that'll take you to a page where you can sign up to our email list. You can sign up to our email list on any page of, of, of Jordan.tv. Uh, and then you can uh, click on there um, and and go to our Telegram channel. And uh, we're posting all the stuff that's currently being censored worldwide. And Facebook and Instagram, also social media, Google and, and TV and radio. They're basically two realities right now. We're living one is uh, an agenda, a very specific lie. And then what's really going on in the world. And, and uh, most of the people have absolutely no idea that the entire mainstream reality is uh, it's a fabrication. It's a... It's, uh, it's a very specific uh, um, um, uh, kind of like a corralling, you know, the masses, you know, towards the butcher block, right? And uh, but um, but at this point where we are right now, uh, people are waking up. They're realizing they're, the, the the people stop taking this the the second and the third booster of the bioweapon, right? And they're saying no, people are dying of this stuff. Justin Bieber has his half his face paralyzed, right? Where that came from? You know, I mean, he has millions, hundreds of millions of of of, of fans, right? And uh, so, news run fast, and people are waking up. They don't know. They don't have the full picture. They can't possibly imagine the depth of the chaos and the insanity that's going on. But we have to heal ourselves in order to show up, because the people are waking up. And when this thing really takes off. It's going to be horrifying for people to realize that they've been lied, and they've been just pretty much on put on a, on a on a you know conveyor belt towards the uh, uh, butcher, and that's what's been happening. You know, people just following orders: get vaccinated. You know, do it for grandma. Well, what is it then in the vaccine? Don't ask. Can you show me all the, you know, because if you have all these medicines on, 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 on TV, they're saying you got like, you know, you can get this and then they start telling you all the side effects. Why aren't people reading the side effects of this thing? There's this like poster size blank empty page insert that comes with the, with the bioweapon vial, right? I mean, this is insanity. And and so this is the consequence of people that have lost touch with themselves, with God, with each other. And so this is what we're here to change, right? But first we have to deal with our shadows, right? We have to deal with our fears, our misunderstandings of reality, our repressed and suppressed fantasies, right? And this is what we're doing here every day, a little bit at a time. So let's dive into this 11 gift of idealism, right? As I said, we've been looking in the last few days at the integration of the left and right hemisphere. And, uh, and, and the, the problem that happens is that since we can't understand collapse time, uh, we, um, and, and because it comes as, as imagery, as, as moving imagery, right? Um, but it, but it's, it's, it's giving you something that contains so much information. It, it's giving you, um, 
It's when we're when we're, we're so used to look like, for example, at a movie at a frame at a time, right? And it's like it's a frame, and we understand because it went from here to here, right? But the, the the this bio machine is so so much more advanced that it, it gives you so much information with one imagery, and 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 the the evolution of that imagery it it doesn't have um from the point of view of the right hemisphere of the brain it doesn't have a linear progression of events. That's why suddenly certainly you're in a, in a dream and then next thing you turn and you're in another one or not. You think something else and now it has changed. And next thing you know, it's like you're sitting down talking with, you know, someone, some midget there and you're talking with a monster. You're talking with your grandma, you know. And then you're like, whoa, what, what, what's going on next time? You're changing a tire and now you're on top of the, you know, on, I don't know. But but it, but it's like it seemingly doesn't have a, a linear cohesion of events. Because you need to understand to see it as archetypes. This is what shamanic uh, uh, shamanism is all about. Really, what they what the shamans do is they they uh, they travel to the abstract. Uh, the abst- they do what's called the abstract flight, right? And then uh, they they travel to the world of archetypes. They become in consciousness. They become these archetypes that have this this connection with reality. All animals have a spiritual connection to the animals and my mineral everything is interconnected so if if with when the shaman taps into that spiritual link to reality from that very the eagle or the crow or the you know the, the bear right there is a very specific frequency tone and so you kind of like connect that in order to travel to the underworld to rescue parts to help you rescue parts of yourself right and um so let's dive into this 11th gift of idealism. Like I say, I'm always, I'm starting this stuff myself. I'm, I'm getting the download as I'm reading this stuff. This is uh, the Jinkies book by Richard Rudd. And uh, and uh, sometimes I, 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 you know, there's parts I talk, I don't talk about. I give you my opinion. Sometimes I agree, sometimes I don't agree. But as I'm talking about is I'm getting my own download. And the most important thing here is that this stuff is philosophy. This stuff is words. This stuff isn't truth. Right, the truth comes from you taking this information and up contemplating it in your life until you get a visceral experience of this, and you you will. This is this is the awakening of that right right hemisphere of the brain, the imagination. Right, this is what completes the 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 bridge to to God. Right, so you can start getting your own download, and you will be having an understanding of things. Right. So the eleventh gift is the ability gives us the ability to play with the imagery and creative power from the right hemisphere of the brain. This is the imagery that is trapped within us, and it, and it, and it is the pressure of our ancestral not only past, but he's, he's talking about past, right? Um, uh, this is the pressure of our ancestral fractal line to the past, but also to the future and simultaneous on all dimensional reality. It's not just the past because a lot of people say, well, you go to the whatever, um, you know, medium or whatever, and they say, well, I'm going to give you a past life regression, right? And they look into your kind of like linear. This is what I'm talking about, linear movement of events, right? It isn't linear. It's all simultaneous. And so they might tap. They're going to tap into something, but um, sometimes they might tap into a future or a simultaneous experience. Because ultimately, it's all simultaneous. It's not the past. Since we have all these different selves experiencing different variants of decisions that yielded a kind of like variants of timelines, all of this stuff is happening simultaneously. This is the, 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 the magnitude of what we are. And how much we absolutely have absolutely no idea that this is going on. We are incredibly limited in our perception. But the bio machine has the power and the ability to process this information. But we need to make that connection, that bridge, that balance. You cannot go all the way right hemisphere because you go cuckoo, you know. You need to be able to ground it. And that's what we're going to be looking at. We're going to be looking at here, right. So the imagery that is trapped within us is the pressure of our ancestral fractal line, right? These images are memories. 
And memories are not necessarily of something that, that um, because in order to understand our multidimensional self, we need to understand that once a decision is made, the timeline is done. Like, it's not like I make this decision and then I'm going to go through the events to get to the end result. No, this, the moment you make the decision, the end result of that timeline, it's already finished. Like, the, the moment that whole life is made. So, the future, it's made the moment you make a decision. And so, so and then through that, also there's going to be other splits, right, of that tree, of that branches, of that timeline. So every time you make a decision, you create a parallel reality. And so, um, so these collective memories have repressed, has been, have been repressed, and, and a lot of this, and this is the problem when we, when we, when we're carrying this stuff. And now we're talking about the. Let's talk about the past for a second, so that we don't, you know, get all over the place, and then it doesn't make sense, right? Let's talk about memories and collective past, right? So these collective, collective memories. That, that, that we have, they come through our bloodline. Imagine all the stuff you've done and you've experienced and your ancestors have experienced. All sorts of stuff that have been, has been um, um, traumatizing. Murders and wars and rape and, and slavery and, and torture beyond anything you could even imagine. You know, just sexual perversions and abuses and all of this stuff when when the when the part of you that's living that reality because it's simultaneous right but you know it's experiencing that now you have a memory of that stuff but it since it's so intense we repress that stuff right so um and and so the way they come out they it, they come out as archetypes they exist in your in your psyche in your unconscious mind as archetypes and so when you begin to understand what an archetype is capable of, you begin to work with the dynamic energy of the gift of idealism. Idealism is seen as the opposite of realism, which is associated with the power of manifestation. Whereas idealism is generally seen as weaker. There's a jinky as the 60th gift of realism, which is very interesting. We have idealism and then we have realism. We'll get to that at the very end of our journey in a year or something. So the 60th gift of realism is founded upon uh, a truth that you would call magical, right? But there's no such thing as magic. It's just stuff we don't understand, right? So that the only thing needed for magic to occur is some form of structure and an open mind. What we're talking about when we call magic, we're talking about magic. We're really talking about stuff that we do not know. That some we saw, we see phenomenon or events or synchronicities or experience. We have experiences that step out of the linear thinking of the left hemisphere of the brain, and you go like, "Oh my God!" You know where you came from. I was thinking of you, or like you, only you see something that doesn't fit, like you know a car totally turning into a, a a different kind of car, and you're like, "Whoa, that that not that's not possible," but it is. It is possible when you understand that this complete reality is malleable. When you understand that at the subatomic level, everything is changing completely. The reason we have solid matter here in quotes, it's because we have agreed that it is. And when we get to the point that we can change that, and it does happen when the scientist is looking at that uh, experiments on this um, wave particle experiments, the experiment changes depending on the scientist. They come and they have an expectation of what's going to happen, and that's what happens. And then a different scientist come and have a different expectation, and then that happens. And then they can't, they can't come to a place where I say, well, this is the truth, because they have all these different results. And so that's at a subatomic level, and then they want to try to tell you that there's a difference between the subatomic level and the large Newtonian physics, Newtonian world. But there isn't. It's just that uh, this this bigger world is designed in such a way that it has kind of locks of reality, so that suddenly you're not walking into a, a, a building and then it transforms into an elephant. You know, doesn't that that reality is possible? And it's done with uh, with sound. 
and 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 consciousness, right? But um, but we are way way that's that's very much more advanced technology. We're not ready for that stuff. We need some sort of, you know, order, and so the structure of reality is the consequence of having as you know in order for for you to to step for us to step into a reality where we're having an experience beyond where we're living we need to make that link between the right and left hemisphere we need to make that connection between our artistic our intuitive and our analytical self and marry them so that they can dance together no one dominating the other one and this is exactly what it is uh, to be able to uh, manifest magic, to be able to have a, an open mind of what's actually possible, but having a structure where it can happen, a container, because otherwise it's just fantasy. You know, it doesn't go anywhere. It doesn't coagulate. So this is not at odds with the nature of idealism. That, that was realism, right? What most people think of idealism is really the obscurity of the 11th shadow that it's unable to manifest its dreams. And we talked about this in the last three episodes. You know, we can manifest because you are not allowing an output for the archetype, an an output for the fantasy, an output for the memory of your parallel realities for your past from your future. All that's happening but there's a reason why you're because you're not you're not, in your, in your dreams you're not having the entire of all of yourself you're just getting glimpses right but those glimpses are the ones that are relevant to you now because there are other parallel you somewhere else having dreams of you you know and they're having stuff that's relevant for them and it's not that they are separate to you you are the same one one being but it's so vast that it exists in all these layers of reality. But we want to look at what's relevant, what, what God is sending us. If they're sending us this archetype, this imagery, this fantasy. Why? Because we need to look at it. We need to stop the suppression of it. And I'm, I'm talking about nasty stuff. Because the stuff you want to suppress is not the pretty stuff. It's the nasty stuff. And so we need to bring it out and find a healthy outlet. And so this is this is where idealism kicks in, right? So, so what again? What most people think of idealism is the obscurity of the eleventh shadow that is unable to manifest its dreams. For idealism to manifest in the world, all it needs is a structure to manifest through. But first, you have to discover what your true ideals and dreams really are, because here comes the delusion of the reactive nature of the shadow of obscurity. The delusion is that we think what it is, but what it really is, is it's a a watered down version of the truth. Because we don't want to really go to the roots of the shit, right? So we bring it out, we're energized, and what happens is a loop that your God says, no, dude, it's like, this isn't isn't true. You're fucking, you're fooling with yourself. Go back to it. So you keep your stay on a loop of delusion, and you're living a delusionary life that you think you're having the life. You think you're doing the thing that you're supposed to be doing. And I'm not talking supposed in terms of like you have a destiny. I'm talking about in terms of what you really need to be doing according to your natural organic drive from within, right? But you're deluding yourself. You're doing something that is not the true fantasy manifesting. It's it's a watered-down patina version of it and your holy spirit knows better so it will bring you back and you're stuck in this delusionary uh, cycle and we talked about that yesterday right so um so we need to discover what the truth is and this is when we travel into the world of the archetypes right to entertain the archetypes of the 11th gift you open a floodgate of seemingly chaotic imagery in your inner life if you're not prepared for this the chain reaction that will inevitably follow, it will be all kinds of delusional problems. And you're going to start head-tripping about shit that isn't real. And I've had this experience myself, right? Because you, you start, you, you start uh, fearing stuff, especially knowing about all the stuff that's going on in the world. And, 
you start inventing stuff and, and you start head tripping and you start making things bigger than they are or what not they are. And the main core of it is that we need to be able to look at this stuff without fear because fear will muddy everything. That is the obscurity of the shadow, right? I'm not saying it's easy. I'm saying this is the job. So, um, so the power working with an archetype is that you know beforehand that no matter what you feel or experience, it is a projection of your own inner psyche. So you know it comes from you. This is about taking responsibility. This is when things get nasty. When you're done, and this is why people don't want to go into the right hemisphere of the brain. Because they're, they're still not mature enough to take responsibility for their shit, right? You go there, and then you start seeing all this stuff, and then you start blaming everybody for it. That is a problem. Because as long as we keep doing that stuff, we can't really heal. We need to take responsibility for whatever shit comes out and says, Yeah, this is me. Because you were there in that past life, you were there in that future life, you were there in all these parallel realities. It is you. And I'm not talking about the little you, the, the altered ego personality, bio AI that says, oh, I am the one who's wearing the freaking Nikes. You know, I'm talking about the multidimensional, beautiful child of God that you are, that we all are. At some point, we realize that it's, it's, we're all intertwined in, in some epic ways, right? So this is about taking responsibility. And, and, and remember, this comes from me, from my link to the past, to the future, to all these simultaneous lifetimes. So the danger of this, of this opening of, of, this, of you know, the unconscious, it comes with identification. You identify with whatever comes up. This is why the maturity is needed to take this journey. Right, because whatever comes up now, you say, "Well, I'm a piece of shit. I'm a murderer. I'm a fucking..." Uh. This is an experience that happened. That's happening somewhere in the multiverse, right? It's a part of you. But the moment that you're judging yourself, you identify with it, right? And then now you put yourself in the box of the left hemisphere, because now you're looking to put things on linear ways and boxes, right? So the identification is the entire notion. Is that the entire notion of past lives is based upon such identification. And although it seems perfectly harmless to identify yourself with a past historical character or whatever. I was Jim Morrison, right? Oh, I was, you know, whatever. It actually prevents the archetype from flower, flowing deeper inside you. This is why I don't really go into past lives. This is why I always look, I always say, you want to heal yourself, go to the childhood. Because as you incarnate, as we land in this reality, we are carrying already the programming. We have the programming for the past, for the future, for all simultaneous reality. And then it manifests in that moment that your mom screamed to you and slapped you. This is what I'm talking about collapsing time. You have in one experience that frequency energy that embodies all of the abuse that you've experienced throughout many generations. And, in, and in, it was so intense and so powerful that it left a scar in your face, right? And now you, you, you're going through your life trying to process that stuff. I'm talking about just an example, right? And, and, but that's why we only really need to look at our childhood because getting into these multidimensional... I'm talking about is so that you understand I'm, I'm, I'm bringing something that is abstract because we're talking about abstract. And so um, it's not necessarily with the intention of, of, of us trying to organize. It's the exact opposite. The moment I start talking parallel selves, multidimensional fractal lines, future past, I'm breaking that kind of, I'm, I'm, I'm challenging that, um, that linear organization of the left hemisphere of the brain. It's like, well, where do I put this? What goes up and what goes down? It's like, oh, oh. Because we're so used to seeing things from the left hemisphere, but the right it isn't. So that's that's the reason I'm bringing it in. But uh, but the, the 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 point here is the identification, right? You can't. This is the same thing. It's like this is this the thing that the bio AI does. It 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 wants to. It's a collector. It wants to collect things and say, "I'm this. I'm not that. I'm that. That one's right. I'm wrong." Blah, 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 blah. Right. 
But when you dive into the world of the archetypes, you're in a whole other journey. You can't do that. You can't do that because otherwise you start puking. <laughs> you're like, ah, you get all like clenched, right? So, um, so archetypes move in fractal patterns, flowing from the past to the future and from the future to the past. And the present is the only thing that you cannot identify with because you are here, right? You, there's not a mirror. There's just now, right? The mirror manifests in time. That's what I'm talking about. You're collapsing time. So what we're trying to do here is being able to look at time, but not be of time. And and I'm going to further, you know, talk that in a second, right? But idealism represents the steady flow of archetypal memory into the world of form. As long as it is allowed free movement, it will manifest your dreams in the world. And what is free movement, right? Is allowing the flow of this imagery, this stuff that's coming from your unconscious, and then you don't identify with it and you don't project it on time. And here's the key. Because let's use, okay, what is the fucking point of all this gibberish we're talking about here? We're talking about manifestation. We're talking about coagulating reality, right? Because we're moving from fantasy to, to manifestation, right? Instead of just head tripping up, you, I'm going to be a rock star. Oh, what are you doing about it? Are you singing? Are you taking singing lessons? Have you learned how to dance? Do you do, you do your own in, you know, social media every day? Do you know? Have you started how to actually, you know, I don't know, whatever it is. I want to be a, you know, business person. Are you doing your marketing? Are you learning how to, you know, do sales? Right? So that's the coagul, that's, that's the balancing of the left hemisphere. But where does the, where does the uh, origin of the dream comes from? It comes from the right hemisphere, right? So it needs to be allowed free movement, which means the fantasy comes and now we are going to find a way to express it in the world. When we're not expressing it, it's suppressed. We cannot not be. Is that that's a double negative? We cannot be. We cannot not be. Yeah, I guess we cannot not be where we what we what we are. This is what creates suppressed shit that suddenly explodes, and then you saw like, well, where that came from? So you never know what it will become because this is the thing, right? We have the visual, we have the fantasy, we have the dream, we have the origin. But the identification with the visual, with the imagery, is what prevents us to manifest. We think this is going to look like this. And then, and, then, and then you're like, no, this isn't looking like that. You're going through life. No, this isn't looking like that. And so nothing is happening because you're not allowing that energy to manifest into the world as it is wants to be. Because once you, once you bring it into life, then it's none of your business. It's out there and it's going to coagulate, but it's going to be an experience and an adventure, which is why we're here. We're not here to think something and then just go live it exactly like we think it. Because what's the point of that? Oh, I already lived that. Why, why would I want to live it again? I already visualized the entire thing. No, you want to call forth the fantasy, which is, this is God giving, sending you a mission, right? And, and, then, and then you're going to bring that out and then you're going to let it go. How do we let it go? We collapse time. We, they, we unidentify ourselves from the future manifestation or from the past, the past fear. And we put ourselves here in the present where we are and then let go of, of, the, of the coagulation of this manifestation, right? So you never know what it will become as it emerges into the world of form. You only know the feeling that it steers deep inside your heart. This is how you're going to track the connection. Because this is the point of all these archetypes from the unconscious. They're going to trigger and this is not an emotion because emotions are chemicals. This is they're going to trigger a state of being and, 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 and a feeling. And this is a frequency tone. We're talking about vibration on the electromagnetic field. It's a very different thing, right? This, so when you see having just suppressed nasty monsters in the unconscious, they're going to come and then you're going to freak out, right? But it's going to be visceral. It's not going to be something manufactured. Yes, eventually the brain creates these loops because now you're doing the same thing and now it's going to flood with chemicals. The body of in the next 20 years, you're getting high on that head trip. 
But that's a, that's an after effect. We're talking about the true experience, the visceral experience of it, right? This is this is the one thing that you haven't experienced in this reality. So it brings that up. You have that feeling, and now you let it go. This is the key. This is why it's like this. It's like a spiritual intestine. You eat the food, and then it gets stuck in the intestine, and then you know you die. Literally, I mean, this stuff kills people in, in 20, 50 years because they don't, they, don't, they don't let it pass all the way through and manifest. So, um, so your mind conjures visual images around the dreams and ideals. And this is where potential blockages to the flow arise. You must believe in the power of your dream. And at the same time, you must give up what it looks like. This is why I call the personality the image, right? Because we're so enamored with the looks of things. And I'm not, I'm not just talking about vis- visual, f- physical looks, but, but the uh, very specific constructs, right? And this is, this, is, this is marketing. This is the lies of, this is, this is the, you know, kind of like the, the black magic of marketing. Selling you an image, but it's empty. There is nothing behind it. So you need to let go of that and see with the eyes of the soul. So because of this, the real essence of the 11th gift is the ability to play with the archetypes that pass before us and into our lives. Right? This is the key. And it's always so beautiful when we arrive to the key. Right? The key is fun. The key is to enjoy life. We get so bent, twisted, pretzel-like with all this because we're trying to do something. But when we let go of that and we start having fun and we relax, then this stuff will come up and it will be a different experience, right? So the real essence of the 11th gift is the ability to play with the archetypes that pass before you and into your life. This very playfulness loosens your tendency to try to to tightly grip to your experiences. And I'm talking about manifested experiences. We're like, okay, now I have this relationship. Now I have this business. Now I have my mortgage, you know, and I have my reality. Don't touch me. And now you're stuck. And there are that unconscious stuff at the bottom, like, you know, and your unconscious saying, hey, we need to move. You know, this is this wasn't to be meant the end of the road here, dudes. Wake the fuck up. Look at that. We have a whole life to live. And you're like, no, 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 I'm this. I'm this. I'm the, the rich person or the poor person or whatever. And this is because we are attached. We're gripping. We are afraid. Right, So with the right structure, this energy of idealism will manifest great things in your, in your outer life. This is the light, the land of the tribal totems. In every culture, such totems abound. Each one of these symbols, symbols from your unconscious we're talking about, right? Each one of these symbols carries real power behind it when it resonates with your inner ideal. And a great uh, place to find these totems is the hero of a thousand faces. Because you've got the, the messenger and the, and the trickster and, the, and the, um, you know, the ship shapeshifter and the villain and all of this. And, and there's more because, you know, that's kind of like what uh, uh, Joseph Campbell compiled throughout the entire world. This stuff didn't start yesterday. Throughout generations, tribal cultures have been traveling into the unconscious and gathering all these archetypes, right? So, uh, but, you know, some versions of that now they're animals, right? So it's like, you know, you got the Native American totem structure. That's another thing. It's the same thing. You got the alchemist with all the planets and the metals. It's the same thing. It's whatever, you know, rocks your boat. Any one of these things. And then we got these jinkies here, right? Which is... The same thing. But for you is going to come the way it comes for you. And this is the way, this is this is what makes the difference between philosophy and truth. Because you're going to find your own, your own archetypes are going to pop up. You're going to start having that same, you know, dream with that raccoon, you know. Or you're going to have, start having that same ideal of that woman in, in dressed with the halo or whatever, you know, and, and they're going to start talking to you and you're going to start 
This is when we start listening with the right hemisphere. It's going to start making sense at a whole other level. And this is how we're evolving from this reality of this state of consciousness of reality. Moving, not necessarily moving away from the order of the left hemisphere. You know, having that as a solid foundation to, to, to coagulate reality in, in, this, in this world, right? And, and to don't, don't go cuckoo, right? Because if you go into fear, then, you know, you end up in a, in a mental institution, right? Or you, it's the people that, that, that they call crazy, insane, in, in quotes, right? This, these are people that live in the fantasy, that live in the shadow, Right. When you move trans, because they're they're not coagulating whatever they're talking. Oh, we're talking about the aliens. Or we're talking about the whatever, right? And but they're trying appearing that they're living and it's so important, but it's bullshit. They need to find a way to coagulate that energy into this reality, right? So each one of these symbols carries real power behind it when it resonates with your inner ideal. In the 11th gift, everything is a symbol of an endless pattern of the great archetypes moving from the world of the formless into the world of form. We're talking about coagulating reality. We're talking about transmuting, turning thought into light, into sound, into matter. This is what the right hemisphere is for. We're, it's downloading we're downloading the divine light of creation, the Akash, the ideas, the future or the past or the whatever. I mean, at this point, it's like comes from everywhere, right? So uh, as we humans begin to think once again with our right brains, we will bring so much needed balance to the world of form. It is through this 11th gift that the true art of magic is once again returning to the world. And, 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 you know, at this point, like I said, it isn't even magic. It's just life. It's just that we're, we're taking it to a whole other level. We're remembering what is to live outside of the box of the matrix. The reason cities exist, it's to change the frequency vibration of people. Yes, it's great to have towns and all of that stuff, but I'm talking about a big metropolis. Because they disconnect from the flow of nature. When you stay a long while in nature, you will automatically start healing. Because nature has an order, a balance. And we are nature. So the key here, idealism. You know, put it all in a nutshell. Let your fantasies, look at your fantasies. Allow your fantasies to come to the surface. And look at them. In your, in, in your, with your attention, give them your attention. Look at your dreams. Look at, at the stuff that comes up in your, you know, whatever you wake up in your dream and look at it and don't judge it because judging judgment is seeing it through linear time. Remember a monster. It's, it's, it's a compilation of uh, many events that led to that becoming a monster. But at the very core, I, I once has this, had this experience where I saw this nasty, um, droopy blue dog that was just disgusting in, in, a, in an experience I had. And then as I looked into it and I kind of like just accepted as it was, it transformed into a, a, a shy adolescent. And, and then I felt like, oh, my God. So that's kind of like the core that goes deep inside, right? And then he started talking and he was very arrogant. Then he pissed me off. <laughs> so you see what I'm saying? It's like these are the parts of you that you don't accept, right? Oh, I don't accept that I'm arrogant or that I am, you know, whatever. Parts of you that, you, that, that society has told you that they're not okay, and so they degenerate because the core essence wasn't properly expressed. And so sometimes we need to deal with the nasty in order to get to the... In fact, all the time we need... Not because sometimes it's not as nasty, right? But at the very core, remember, there's always a wounded child. This is what we are in all our monsters. Because that's the work here. We're looking at these archetypes. They come up and then they will bring you your true self. What you're here to live in life. And then just don't live in the fantasy world of like, you know, 
This is why a lot of people, a lot of sh- shamans, you know, uh, uh, you know, like the guy that went to the uh, January 6th, right? I'm, I'm saying this, it's been horrible what they've been going through. The, the, You know, these are political prisoners, right? But he's there, you know, with the horns and the tattoos and the whole thing. And I'm like, I'm the shaman. No, fuck you. You're not a shaman. You, you, you're a kid. You're a kid playing. You know, shamans are not... The, There are little guys with with a, a poncho, you know, up in the mountains. <laughs> they're, they don't even, they're not flamboyant. The whole journey is inside of the psyche. And we have gone incredibly uh, way longer than we have to do. But this is, I wanted to bring something that um, that really triggers the, the ability to order things. Because uh, this is what we're talking about. We're talking about something that you can't pin down. When I'm talking about multidimensional selves, past, present, and future existing simultaneously, and you receiving memories from all of this all the time, most of the time when you're sleeping, because we are receiving it, but we're not aware of it because we're not paying attention to it. But when you're sleeping, you're more prone to listen, right? This is the parts of ourselves that, that we're kind of, we're trying to collapse this timeline so that we can have, you know, more energy. But, but in order to do that, we need to pay attention to the messages. And, and most important, pay attention to how they make us feel. Because that is the message right there. And then accept it. It's all acceptance. It's all allowing. Let it pass through you. And then once you got a clear archetype, clear vision, then you need to do it. Because if you don't do it, then it will, it, it will, it will destroy you from the inside. And a non-manifested archetype will drive you mad. You have to do it. So that's the reason, and I keep talking about this, that's the reason why people don't want to take responsibility for knowing what the dreams are. They're like, they're saying, well, what is your dream? What, what do you want to do? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Because the moment that they know, knowing is taking responsibility that they have to fucking do it because that now they know so they don't want to take that responsibility it's easier to just say i don't know i don't know and it's a challenge i'm not saying i'm not judging it i'm just saying you know this is what the bio ai does the personality you know it identifies in a very specific little box and then there's there's no life there life dies in, in without change So we've reached the end of the episode today. Um, uh, the um, uh, the podcast is every day, Monday through Sunday. You can follow us on every app out there, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Google Podcasts, all this stuff, Podbean, uh, TV. At the very bottom of TV, there's a link to the news. And you can follow us on, on, on Telegram. There, we post the news there. We got the chat there. And we got a Truth Social account. We're definitely going to be making a move to Truth Social. Uh, so um, we're going to, there's going to be, we're still going to have a presence on Telegram, but it's going to be, it's not going to be like it's, it's so far. It's going to be, it's going to be much limited. And, uh, but uh, we're going to really focus on Truth Social. It's, it's a much more uh, cohesive uh, a place to really do what, what we're here to do, which is post, you know, understand what's really going on. And uh, um, hopefully Twitter comes out. I don't know. I don't know. At this point, it looks like Elon Musk is not going to buy it, but uh, we'll see. If you want to further your understanding, your work with this jinkies, with this uh, process, what we're doing here, and you need help with your with whatever you're doing, click on the support button and we can help you with that too. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. I'm your host, Epifanio, and this is Planet Homemaking Podcast. And I wish you a wonderful rest of your day or evening. Thank you very much. Bye-bye.